is basically being ruthlessly here. Yana Yoga is the divine wisdom and one aspect of the teaching of Ramana Maharshi. It's the inquiry into the truth of who you are. But part of this ruthlessly here is to deeply examine your motivation for self-realization or enlightenment, right? The eternal freedom that these states or so-called states of consciousness will offer you. What will enlightenment give you? Spiritual power, fame, a purpose, a role. And when you're ruthlessly honest with yourself, it can be almost horrifying what you discover. Maybe you think that you will be all-powerful. You will become God himself, right? Maybe you think you will have the perfect life, the golden life. And this becomes the golden carrot that you are pursuing. And the pursuit of enlightenment or the pursuit of freedom keeps this identification or this me who is seeking freedom and enlightenment in place. And this me is the root of all forms of suffering, including spiritual suffering. Because the spiritual search becomes suffering or disillusioning when you realize that you are not getting anywhere or you are not getting anything. So ruthlessly here requires the ruthless honesty to examine your motivation, to deeply examine what do you really want, what do you think enlightenment is going to give you, how do you think your life will transform and let go of all of these desires right this is karma yoga karma yoga is in service without ex any expectation of a result this is the nature of karma yoga or seva selfless service but when you are inquiring it is also karma yoga no expectation of a result and if you have no expectation of a result, then you are naturally ruthlessly here so that you can examine what is actually here, what seems to be in the way, what are you imagining is in the way, and who is it that is imagining anything? Who is it that has the desire for enlightenment? This is the deeper inquiry. So inquiry is a ruthless truth-telling so you can see through the lies, tricks, and traps of your own mind, right? Because the mind has a purpose, and it's genetic. And that purpose is to keep not only you alive, but the whole race alive, the human species alive. So there's this genetic drive to live, to survive. And it's this genetic drive that keeps the egoic identification in place and hides the true essence, right? So examining your motivation 
for self-realization or enlightenment is essential. What do you really want? And do you have a fantasy about enlightenment? That if you become the monk or renunciate or if you become irresponsible, don't have a job, wander around and sing kirtan, that somehow magically you are going to become free. This overlooks the freedom that you actually are and it keeps you trapped in varying strategies of survival. So the spiritual search is actually a new label that you put on top of your genetic drive to survive. What am I going to get? How am I going to get it? How am I going to attain it? There is no it in self-realization. So initially the experience is a profound experience of awakening where you recognize the totality, the oneness, right, that connects you with everything and everyone. And this is a beautiful moment of awakening. And it's the beginning. It's the very tiny top, tip top of the deeper realizations that come over time. So really for your yana yoga to be effective or self-inquiry to be effective, you have to give everything without an expectation of a result. This is the karma yoga of self-inquiry. No expectation of a result. And when there is no expectation for your inquiry, then there is this fresh, alive, ruthlessly here quality to your inquiry, which supports a natural evolution, right? A natural spiritual maturation process that cannot be predicted and cannot be known. But there has to be this willingness to give your past, the willingness to give all of your suffering, this willingness to give your identity, this willingness to even give your physical body without an expectation of a result. And in this willingness, what naturally happens is this ruthlessly here, present, aware, fresh inquiry that generates a sacred fire that begins this natural evolution that I'm talking about. It starts to burn through the egoic identification and the genetic mind, which is a veil that hides your true essence. So these moments of deepening or realizations cannot be predicted and they cannot be known. They cannot be predicted and they cannot be known, right? So true realization is not held in the mind. You cannot know your way to enlightenment. You cannot intellectualize enlightenment and be free. There is no attainment because it's not a state that comes and goes. The presence that you are is simply always here. You won't find it somewhere else and you cannot get it because it is not an object that you can get. You are this presence. You are this freedom. But this me that is perceiving the freedom or perceiving that you must seek freedom must go so that this ruthlessly here presence can take root in your consciousness. And this supports a natural evolution of mind 
a natural opening of the heart, a natural realization and maturation process, right, that evolves over time. So awakening is instant and full self-realization takes time. But in this ruthless truth-telling about what enlightenment will give you, what you will receive from self-realization, exposes one of the great lies of seeking. Seeking and never really finding. Because if you are seeking anything, you are avoiding the intimacy of here this ruthlessly here-ness which is essential to burn through this very deep belief of the me I am this body and I am this me who is looking for enlightenment or I am the me perceiving the totality right this is the initial realization and this deepens naturally over time in an unpredicted way so it cannot be known. Self-realization cannot be known. It doesn't live in the mind. It's the source of the mind. And in the willingness to return the mind to the source, to this nowness, before the feeling me arises, right? There's a natural fire that burns through the egoic identification and the genetic mind over time, right? And there are signs of deepening, moments of pure realization, the coming of the supreme silence, right? This is the awareness of the silence that is always here. It's in you and all around you, right? And the claiming of the clear awareness, right? These are signs along the way of a natural maturation process. But to really begin this process is this ruthless truth-telling, this ruthlessly here, so that your inquiry is fresh and it's held in the context of karma yoga. I am giving everything without an expectation of a result. And without that expectation of a result, then you are really here to examine what seems to be in the way, right? What do you imagine is in the way of true realization, right? And true realization is the recognition of that which recognizes the pure presence of this living now, the Sadhguru, right? So the outer teacher introduces you to the Sadhguru, which is the eternal presence of your own heart, this ruthless hereness, right? So you have to be willing to let go of all of your strategies, let go of all of your past, all of your future, right? To really be here and now and freshly inquiry, freshly inquire what is here, what is always here, even in the mess of life. This is what's essential for true freedom, true self-realization, this ruthless hereness. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.